You're listening to the Confidential Brief with Chad Thomas on High FM. You're listening to Confidential Brief on 101.9 FM, broadcasting live in Johannesburg as well as worldwide on the Chai FM network. Joining me in studio today are members of the various sectors that make up the Nord Community Policing Forum. We've had chats about the importance of social cohesion, of social responsibility, and the roles that the communities need to play within their various areas. And one of the most important and vital roles that community members can play is being an active member of both the Community Policing Forum as well as their respective sectors. Today, to help me answer questions regarding Regarding the Community Policing Forum and the sectors are Colin Wasserfall, he represents Sector 1, Aaron Bogatti, who represents Sector 4, Nazim Sali, who represents Sector 3, and Jeff Woodhead, who represents Sector 2. We're going to chatting to each of them um, about their respective sectors and what their responsibilities are and what their aims and objectives are following the upcoming uh, Nord Policing Stations, Community Policing Forums elections. I'd like to remind you the views expressed on the show are not necessarily those of Chai FM. Chai FM has signed a code of conduct that is enforced by the Broadcasting Complaints Commission of South Africa. Under the code, we are committed to giving news that is accurate, comment that is fair, and programming that is not harmful to children, does not amount to hate speech or the description of gratuitous violence or explicit sex. If you think we are not living up to that code, then you can inform the Broadcasting Complaints Commission of South Africa. Direct any complaints in writing to the Broadcasting Complaints Commission of South Africa at P.O. Box 412365 Craig Hall 2024. That's the Broadcasting Complaints Commission of South Africa, P.O. Box 412365 Craig Hall 2024. Or send an email to bccsa at nabsa.co.za. For more information, please visit www.bccsa.co.za. You're listening to Confidential Brief, and today we're chatting about community policing forums and the importance of getting involved. Um, let's start right away with Colin Wasserfall. Colin, you're the chair of Sector One. Firstly, for our listeners who, who fall within this area, tell them what is Sector One and what your role is as chair of Sector One. Hi, Chad. Uh, thank you. So, Sector 1 includes Houghton Estate, the Melroses, Melrose Estate, Melrose, Melrose North, Birdhaven, and a, a tiny bit of Ilovo. So, I chair the Sector Committee. Um, we Our responsibility is to improve the relationship between SAPs and the community. Um, we, we have to identify uh, sources of crime and then try and deal with that through SAPs. Jeff, you head up Sector 2. Where is Sector 2 and what role do you play? Um, sector 2 is the, um, is the area that covers uh, Abbotsford, Highlands North, Waverley and the various Highlands North extensions that extend from the Sand River up to and including Balfour Park. Uh, sector 3, Nazim Sali. So ours covers Nord, Oaklands, Orchards, the Gardens and uh, Cheltendale and a little bit of Maryville. Um, Aaron Bogatti, Sector 4. So our sectors cover Lingsfield, Sydenham, Orange Grove, Fellside and Fairview. So let's start with you, Aaron, while, while I've got you in the hot seat. You've got a 
a mismatch of suburbs in terms of spatial planning, in terms of um, class distinction, in terms of um, the value per per household in terms of incomes generated. So you have a lot of immigrants in your area, you have a lot of students in your area, but then you've got established um, communities that have been in houses for a long time. How are you able to manage having such a diverse community in your sector? Well, each of the communities have their own little sub-forums that they've had also for quite a long time. So usually we get and speak with the representatives of each sub-forum who then help spread the message and uh, represent their community specifically. Colin, in respect of the way things are structured, I've always known about community policing forums. I know from the old days, specifically in um, the informal areas as well as in the townships where policing was never a priority, they would have what's called block watches. Are we doing something similar in respect of establishing sectors and then subgroups within those sectors? Yes, uh, definitely. So um, there's going to be... Uh, this thing called CPF patrollers, uh, which will be under the direction of SAPs and the sector forums. So they'll, they'll do patrols of the whole precincts, uh, looking at crime hotspots, etc. Uh, we've also established a neighborhood watch, um, which will do the whole precinct, um, and bits of Sandringham. So the, the neighborhood watch will be, um, like a source of intelligence. So we'll, we'll try and recruit as many people as we can to tell us where the crimes are happening and to do patrols. And then that information will feed through to, to SAPs. And then hopefully we'll deal with those, uh, issues. Nazim, um, within the, the communities, we've seen an emergence of security companies that assist certain communities, some that assist all communities, but all have the, the community's best interests at heart. Are you finding that the security companies are dealing with the CPF at the broader CPF level, or are they also dealing with each sector, with sector chairs and sector deputy chairs at that level? Yeah, I think they look. They do play a vital role in all of the communities. With uh, with most people turning to the security companies before they turn to anybody else when they report crimes, etc. Uh, we're very fortunate in our area. We've got some fantastic security companies, and they have been working quite closely with us. They attend our meetings, they attend our public meetings, they're present, and um, they provide a lot of value to us at the moment. So, yeah, we we quite enjoy the engagement that we have with them right now. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to chat about the importance of you as a member of the public and a member of this specific community getting involved in the day-to-day activities. It doesn't mean necessarily donning a reflective vest and going out and patrolling, but there are many ways in which you as a community can assist in keeping your area safer. You're listening to The Confidential Brief with Chad Thomas on High FM. You're listening to Confidential Brief. Today we're chatting about the important roles that community policing forums play within the community as well as those subcomponents known as sectors, which have been broken down even more, which we're going to be chatting to Colin about a little bit later. But first I want to chat to, to Jeff Woodhead, who is the chair of Sector 2. Jeff, if you had to give us a breakdown, and we don't expect you to give us statistics, but if you had to give us a breakdown of the greatest concerns within your sector, and please remind our, our listeners, which 
your sector is, um, uh, what falls under sector two. What are your greatest concerns at the moment? When we talk about sector two, we're, as I mentioned earlier, we're talking about the likes of Abbotsford, Highlands North and its various extensions and Waverley. That makes up the bulk of the of the sector. And the, the troubles that uh, the sector are encountering at the moment, which generally remain uh, unanswered by both South African Police Service and JMPD, who must not be, not be forgotten in this conversation, um, is the likes of um, there is violent crime in the area. While violent crime is showing a downward trend, any hijacking is a hijacking too many. Any sexual misconduct is, is one too many. So while we are not, I suppose... I don't think any. I don't think Nord is a is a hot spot in the greater scheme of things. It is still a a worry, and it needs to be addressed. Um, Aaron, you come from a community um, which is very security orientated. Uh, you've done the necessary courses within your community to help protect your community as a as a as a whole. But your community isn't an island. It falls within other communities, and it falls within the bigger picture. Um, what importance do you see the training like you receive from your community being expanded into other communities and how vital is it that people understand the the roles played by all the different organizations that are currently participating in this space, be it private sector law enforcement, be it public sector law enforcement, or be it even non-profit organizations? Well, I think the main goal from all of these companies is the same thing it's the security of the community at large whether it be a specific part of the community it affects everyone in general by having one community safe everyone's going to feel safer so there are i think the security companies do run their own kind of a training uh, like anti hijacking training that has been going around and even cpr training which a lot of the community members have been used and taught what to do in that and so far we've seen quite a usage on that CPR itself uh, from a few people saving lives, saving domestic worker lives, saving normal people on the side of the road. And uh, so I think having th- uh, training like that for even the normal citizen is something that needs to be done. Nazim, I saw you nodding when Jeff brought up the JMPD role that they play, etc. And we all understand the vital role that's played by local policing, which is through local government, which is our metro policing, our provincial, which is the Gauteng traffic police that are doing operations in various areas. Sometimes you'll see them establish roadblocks along Louis Botha. And, of course, the South African police services who, who have the most important role in, in fighting and preventing crime. How are you finding the relationship at this point in time between those three very valuable role players, the national police, the provincial police, and the localized police? As the CPF, we, we deal more with our local localized police. And from a Norwood police station perspective, our station commander down to our representatives with the CPF, with the, with the, diff, uh, the different generals, etc., they are very invested in a, in seeing the success of the CPF grow. Look, our CPF is almost re, rebirthed, if you want to call it that, because each of our sectors have just formed our 
formal CPF is still being formed at the moment. Um, but they've, they've been there. Every single meeting that we have, they, they're a part of us, etc. We don't really deal with national uh, police or, um, or should I say that the JMPD also. We deal with them to a certain extent right now. We'd like to see more engagement with them. There's a number of things that we we want to be able to change within our different sectors. So our our biggest problem in our area is Grant uh, Grant Avenue. <clears throat> and we probably need a lot more visible JMPD presence there. Um we've got an, we've seen I know around around Collins sector, around our sector there's a lot of visible dumping going on. And these are the things that we need to stop. But jointly with the JMPD, we need to be able to put some uh, mechanisms in place to start stopping uh, stopping these transgressions, basically. So, Jeff, let's talk about the importance of JMPD involvement. Uh, they went through a stage where vehicles were branded for these specific regions. I think we fall under Region E, if I'm not mistaken. And we also have a ward councillor. And in some instances, there'll be more than ward councillor, depending on the areas that that police station touches. I think in our instance, it touches on three different wards. Um, I speak under correction. But are you finding buy-in from the respective ward councillors, number one? And number two, those vehicles from JMPD that are meant to be dedicated to specific regions, are we seeing them being utilized effectively? So you have three questions there, the first of which uh, was to do with the ward councillors. The ward councillors are involved. Uh, we have uh, four ward councillors that span our, our four sectors. And let's not kid ourselves, ward councillors are overstretched at this point. They are a, a, a meeting point for everyone who has a complaint or a gripe about anything. Unfortunately, they have to they, they have to make their way through all of these various complaints and concerns as they go. And, I, and to their credit, they do what they can, but they can't get to everything. This is where we should have the JMPD, who are responsible for bylaw uh, for bylaw uh, enforcement, stepping in. And the one of the most frustrating things for any anyone who lives in this part of the world is that there, there is a certain lawlessness regarding uh, dumping, um, traffic management around busy intersections, around schools, uh, littering, uh, you know, people just generally not behaving like good neighbours. And that is where we really need the JMPD to come to the party. We need them to help us look at people who are building illegally, looking at illegal taverns and illegal churches that have been set up along Liberta. There There's a lot of stuff that falls within JMPD's roles and responsibilities, and SAPs can't really help us. We, we, need, we need to bring up a lot of these, uh, a lot of these matters. Uh, everyone points, points to someone else other than themselves. So we, we need JMPD to be more active. We need them to, to enforce what needs to be enforced. And just having one or two patrol vehicles driving through the area once or twice a week is not good enough. You raised some exceptionally valuable points. And when we come back, we're going to chat to, to Colin about uh, the upcoming uh, CPF elections. And then we're just going to chat to each of our guests regarding um, their um, 
their their reasoning behind why you, our listeners and our community members, should start taking an active role. And I think when we chat to Colin, he's going to start off by telling you why it's so important for you to be able to attend meetings, perhaps become part of groups, and if you're incapacitated, what other role you can play. We'll be back straight after this. You're listening to The Confidential Brief with Chad Thomas on High FM. You're listening to Confidential Brief live every Monday on 101.9 FM in Johannesburg, broadcasting worldwide on the High FM website as well as on apps for smartphones. So there's absolutely no excuse to not listen to our shows. And if you enjoy our shows and you want to refer back to them, we always have repeats as well as the podcast loaded up to the High FM website. Colin Wasserfall, you're in charge of Sector 1. You're also taking an active role in um, the the running of these, these CPFs, etc., and I believe that we have an election coming up. Tell us a little bit more about that. Right. So the main executive CPF election is coming up on the 26th of February. That's when uh, all the sectors get together and we choose the executive for the CPF. So there'll be um, representatives from each sector. They'll be elected to the main CPF and then the real work can start. Um I think one of the main challenges, um, which I believe the SAPs Norwood have got, is that they're under-resourced, and I think the reason for that is the the grading of the station hasn't uh, kept up with the uh, development within the precinct. So in Maura's Arch, for instance, I don't think um, they're part of the SAP safety plan the resource um, allocation to the precinct and there's a new hotel opening soon there's huge development in Houghton Estate previously where there were um, single houses they've been developed into like 12 units each so the population has increased significantly and I don't believe that SAPS has um, resourced themselves to, to meet the challenges that the community has got. So, Colin, um, how important is this election? It's very important. So, the CPFs have, uh, they're, they're like a cornerstone of community policing. So, if we look at, uh, SAPs, they're not there, um, on their own. They're, they're not an island. They have to work with the community. They're our police force. So, we have to let SAPs know what's important to us which crimes they should be prioritizing. Um, we, we have to engage with them and help them to find solutions because some of the crimes that we face are actually caused by ourselves. So we have to engage with SAPs and we, we need to learn from them what they can and can't do. Let's move to sector two, Jeff Woodhead. What are your views on, on the upcoming election and why is it so important for the communities to be involved? All of the discussions so far have have been focused really on the the on the ground approaches from the CPF and the, well the, the CPF itself the entire community policing forum has various tiers to it and being the sector forums this is the this is the on the ground level this is the bit that that keep puts feet on the ground and, and gets real um, real involvement with the community but we must not forget about the 
the, the next tier up, which is looking at the station-level involvement. And that is where these elections, the, the, the CPF, the, the mother body, is, uh, the mothership as we call it, um, comes into play. That is the portion that, um, that, that's the bit where we try and hold the police accountable for their actions or, more importantly, their inactions. Uh, it, it, it is important to us. It, it has to be well constituted. It has to have the right people on. And we need to, at some point, start holding SAPs and JMPD accountable for their performance. Nazim, um, you're in charge of, of Sector 3 along with your respective chair. Why are these elections so important to you and why is the community involvement so critical? So I think the, the elections are very important because we need to we need to help the police station and and as Colin mentioned, especially with resources etc. If we if we have an exco that can engage on a daily basis, on a weekly basis etc. with our police station, understanding the real challenges and how we can help to either facilitate additional resources etc. Then we can get a better functioning body within our police station, and ultimately that's what we want to be able to do. Is equip them as best as possible to serve our community. Um, if we look at the trend towards safer cities, um, a huge part of the, the, the safer cities being um, succeeding is that communities are actively involved. I mean, we call it active citizenry. We need active citizens. Your community, your police station is only as strong as the community around it, Right. If you're not reporting your your incidents happening, reporting your crimes, being the eyes on the road, we have social media and we can explode within seconds around valuable information that can help apprehend suspects within minutes. These are the sort of things that we want to bring to the fore and we want to be able to use all of these tools at our disposal, then using our community to bring about better security and safety within our our sectors or within our broader Norwood CPF. Aaron, um, you chair of Sector 4, you have been involved in community security for quite some time now and something you're passionate about. Why should other communities be um, flying the flag for community involvement? Well, the idea is that if you don't get involved as a community member, how can you have the right to lay your complaints if you're going to do nothing to help fix it? By assisting whether complaining to or giving the information, like Nazim said, to SAPs about where, what crime has just been committed, things can be done. You don't have to do a lot by actively going out, like we said, with vests on and patrolling. You give us the information, we can then assist you. And that's still called an active member. But what we're seeing is we're seeing people that are complaining about a crime, and then when we ask them to assist us with the information, they go, no, it's... As long as I'm happy, I don't want to get involved. And that's causing issues. It's a lot of, we know a lot of criminals out there. We know them because they're doing the same crime over and over again, but no one's laying a charge. And that's one of the important things of having, uh, dealing with the crime is following through with the whole process. Whether you're the eyes and ears of the neighborhood as a, like, as the neighborhood watch is going to be. Then you can assist in that way. Otherwise, you have to push, and you've got to be involved. Well, I for one can can guarantee that uh, my presence next week will be a certainty. Um, Wednesday, twenty sixth of March, we're going to be holding the CPF elections, 
Um, I'll be there purely as a member of the public to find out more and to see where other members of the public can get involved. Colin, tell us where and when this is happening. Okay, it's on the 26th at 6 o'clock in the uh, Blue Room at Saps Norwood. It's uh, on the ground floor of the barracks, just to the, if you're facing the station, it's on the right. So for all the old chappies that are listening in that used to be in the reserve force, etc., it's the canteen where we used to meet and have a few beers on the weekend in the old days. So the Blue Room, this coming Wednesday, 6 p.m., please all be there. Um, and before we sign off, we've got Colin Vassafal from Sector 1, we've got Jeff Woodhead from Sector 2, um, Nazim Sali from Sector 3, and Aaron Bugatti from Sector 4. Would one of you just like to explain to our listeners how they get involved at sector level, um, maybe even prior to this election taking place next week, and what kind of communications you have on the ground? Um, who would like to take that up? Okay. There are various ways of um, of interacting with the sector with the sector forums. The correct way of interacting with the sector forums is to present yourself at any one of the sector meetings. Each sector holds a public meeting once a month. Uh, the details of those meetings are made available uh, through the F- Nord Community Policing Forum Facebook page. We do, when it is a, an annual general meeting or an election, we do rely on local printed media and as well as uh, interviews of this nature. So if you uh, if you have an immediate want to, to get involved, by all means, please reach out through the Facebook page. We will then disseminate to the correct sector, and the chairperson or someone on the respective sector committees will contact you. Uh, alternatively, keep an eye out for when we have the next public engagement sessions at sector level, and please present yourself at one of those, uh, and participation at those is encouraged. Uh, could I just add to that? Um, every area, every suburb has got a residence association. I'd suggest uh, getting involved with your residence association and uh, get somebody from the residence association to join the, the CPF sector forum so that you can have a direct uh, interface with the CPF, which has got a direct interface with SAPS. So any concerns in the community can be voiced at these meetings. Gentlemen, thank you for your time. And just a correction from my side, the forum is taking place this coming Wednesday, 6 p.m., this coming Wednesday being the 26th of February. Tune in next week when we'll have more interesting conversations related to how you can protect yourself, your community, and play your role in combating fraud, corruption, and the scourge of crime in South Africa.